Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome back to Great News with Kevin and Mike. Yeah, buddy. Let's get right into it. What do you say? I almost fell off my chair. I'm going to do it again. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Intro. Intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Yeah. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Just before we get to the first story, if you don't mind. Yes. Mike and I have known each other for... 25 20, years? 20 years, something like 20 that. 20 years. The first time I met Mike, mm-hmm. he decided to tell me that he was a bodybuilder. Was it, the va- it wasn't the first time. But it was pretty close. All right. And no cameras were allowed, so I snuck a camera in. That's right. And I thought maybe we could see some highlights of Mike bodybuilding. Let's have a I watch. I don't know about that. Do you want to go here? Because yes. eventually I'm going to bring in video of you. I mean, you don't have to. Oh, I mean, I am buff. You are buff. The sad part is, like, I'm 20-something pounds heavier than I am right now. Did you put this music in or did I? You did. I did. Okay. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Much appreciated. I mean, I love Gunther. I was listening to Gunther this weekend. That's a true story with this my a, daughter and my wife. This is a real competition that Mike was in, a bodybuilding competition. Well, okay, and here's the thing. What you don't, you the viewer don't understand is that uh, not only was like, uh, cameras not loud, right. but I have a crippling, yes, level of, like a crippling case of body dysmorphia where it doesn't matter how lean or muscular I was, I hate the idea of people seeing my body and that... Getting into bodybuilding was a way to kind of combat that. And so Kevin decided to I snuck put this on YouTube. Oh. For, yeah, Did that help? Because I was trying to help you get um, over that. I mean, if suicidal ideation <laughs> is helping, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought people might, you know, enjoy that. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. prepare for some great All right, our first Kevin story. video. What? Prepare for some great Kevin video coming because I wasn't oh, okay. going to go there. But now you, you have thrown down the gauntlet. Look, I just think people should see. I think people should see you making linguistic mistakes. <laughs> once, um, once we started doing great news, it was amazing the number of people on social media who started sending us great news stories. Yeah, it was actually really heartwarming because you got the sense that like maybe something's spreading. There's yes. some kind of little chain reaction going on. It was on. amazing. The first person that sent this next video to me is at Voodoo Kid on Twitter, and there were about, I don't know, five, six other people who saw that story and sent it to us because they thought it was amazing. And the story is a pandemic, of course, has caused financial problems for everybody. And there's a cleaning woman in a building who hit hard times. And she was having a really hard time during the pandemic. And everybody in the building got together and said, let's surprise her. This is the the tenant's of yes. the building that she cleans. Wow. This is, okay. Yes, she's the cleaning woman, and these are the tenants. And they said she's having a hard time. Let's get together and let's surprise her with something amazing. Watch this video. <laughs> 
All right, pause real quick, um, because let's remember there are people listening to just the audio. Yes. A man holding, they're in the elevator together with this young lady, Rosa, who has lost her job due to COVID. She's a cleaning lady, and he's holding up little cards like a, like a U2 video or a Bob Dylan video. That tell a story. That tell a story that, yeah. so that she can't hear what he's saying. And it says that essentially she's lost her job. She's hit hard times. She's living with her sister. So uh, we, as the tenants, have decided to do something very nice for her. She has no idea. So here we go. So they go all the way to the top. She was furloughed due to COVID. This is a very high-end luxury sky rise in New York City. She always had a smile on her face. She always showed up for work. It's, uh, this is the uh, biggest apartment in the building. It's crazy. Nice really? Light. I know, it's so beautiful. This is, uh, I think they're all closets. Um, it's a walk-in closet. Wow. Four nice bedroom, place. three bath in New York City. This has got to be. Yeah, this place is unreal. Full chef's house. kitchen. Twenty five hundred square feet. Oh my god. So beautiful. Yeah. Really nice wow. kitchen. You're gonna spend a lot of time. Whoever's gonna be living here is gonna spend a lot of time. There's lots of clean in here, but um, brand new appliances, they just replaced them last year. I hope they uh, like to cook, because this is the perfect It, it really is. Uh, so we got some more bedrooms. She wow. still doesn't know what, what they're doing like, for her. She thinks she's here to clean it. Um, and the really cool thing about this one, do you like sunlight? You oh, like yeah. <laughs> well, there's plenty of it here, right? Wow. <gasps> Big oh. terrace. Okay, there's a rooftop so terrace. space. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, really. Night, you know? You, yeah, you just come out here, enjoy the sun. Incredible. All right, so then we'll go right back in. I want to show you the rest of it. There's going to be a lot of uh, Oh, yeah, lots of clean. Big closets everywhere you look. Yeah, so now we've got to get you in here, get you acquainted with everything. Uh, Blazier's been telling me a lot uh, about your contributions to people in the building, and I know a lot of people here in this building are a big fan of you. Very much. You're very. You're kind of a celebrity here in the building. Yeah. I don't mean to embarrass you, but it's true. Um, you're very well loved here, and I know it's been a tough year for you and and your family. There's probably been a lot of financial hardships and things like that. And uh, well, I think I think you really made an impact on the people here in the building, and they just wanted to give something back to you. So um, I have here uh, a little contract for a two-year lease on this unit that uh, some of your fans here in the building got together. No and way. They're taking care of it. All you have to do is sign and take what? the keys and this unit is yours oh for God. the next two years. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh this is unreal. Yes. I really appreciate everything you've done. She's so overwhelmed. Oh my God. It's all yours. It's all yours. You're gonna have to hire a cleaning person. This is a lot to clean, but uh, we just wanted to say thank you and we know how much you, you know you and your family have been through. Oh God! So this is too much. I can't. I can't believe this. No, you deserve it. You really do. Oh, man. But, but I will. <laughs> I will take it. You got me to cry in the first story. Thanks a lot. <laughs> screw, screw you. Screw everyone who sent that story. You know what's you. great about that is that yeah. you can just see last year on her face yeah. before she realizes what's going on. You can just see the pain and the trouble and the worry and everything else. And then when she realizes she gets it, it just lifts.
two years too. I mean, how many? Probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're talking with rent for yeah. two years in that place, twenty five hundred square feet in New York City. Jeez Louise, that's uh, that's a beautiful story. So thank you again to everybody who sent it. Uh, at the Kevin Ryder on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Mike Catherwood. Uh, if you guys would like to continue that, um, this next story is um, it's a beautiful one as well. Um, a man uh, needed emergency stem cell treatment and don't he needed live stem cells donated from a donor and this was a procedure that would save his life um he did receive the procedure he got a donor he did save his it did save his life and a year after they're celebrating uh this man having his life saved and the people who donated um or the young man who donated the stem cells they decided to play a little happy prank on him and here it is this man is about to get a huge surprise. Happy birthday to you. How are you doing? Two years ago, I got stem cell transplanted. From who? From a 26-year-old kid in Baltimore, Maryland. Really? Yep. Huh. He's the only reason I'm here today. Very nice. That's great. Yep. We're from Baltimore. We're from Baltimore. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What was his name? His name was Mike Driscoll. <gasps> Mike Driscoll? You? You? Oh, God. <laughs> That's the kid. <laughs> Imagine that kid, like, literally gave him life. Yeah, and you it makes you kind of sit back and realize like they would have never known each other. Some random stranger saved his life, and um, under normal circumstances, they would have never met each other. And so it was kind of cool that they set that up, and uh, you could just see both of them immediately start crying and they hug each other. It's a beautiful story. Have you ever followed uh, Jimmy Choi? No. On TikTok, Jimmy Choi is a guy who's in great shape, and he does these feats of strength. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, like one arm push ups and. He's very active. He has his own gym, the Choi Luck Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has climbing ropes. He has all kinds of different things, okay. but he also has Parkinson's disease. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And so occasionally you'll see when he's doing a one-arm push-up, you'll see his hand shaking. Okay. And he talks a lot about having that disorder. It uh, causes tremors and... Um, the pills that he has to take on a daily basis are very tiny. Okay. And he did a TikTok about how hard it is with a shaking hand to get a hold of those little pills. Oh. And he put this on TikTok. And uh, I think we have the video of Jimmy Choi. Yeah, that's him. So he, that's the guy. That's unbelievable. So he goes on TikTok and yeah. let's, let's face it. A lot of us think that's just lip syncing and dancing. And, and yeah, hot chicks, hot chicks throwing on magic outfits that they have come down from the sky. Right. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, so somebody <laughs> was watching this and knew about 3D printing. Okay. And they decided, you know what? We should figure out a way to help this man. Okay. With the shaking and the little pills. So they design a bottle 
that only lets one pill out. Watch this. Oh, this is the prototype. I'm sorry. Okay. So the guy, another person that doesn't know him. It's a random dude. Yes. Okay. Designs ago, this I posted bottle. a video asking for help printing an invention I made to help people take pills inspired by J Fox Ninja's TikTok on the difficulty of living with Parkinson's. If you haven't seen his videos, he's an animal. So many amazing people came forward to 3D print and test and retest this thing and have been working on improvements around the clock. In three days, we've arrived at a working print file. As always, these are public domain. A hungry engineer is taking over the improvements to the print file as he's way better at this than I am. Moving forward, I'm working with the patent company, Braun Law, to ensure that we can keep the design from being locked up by any one company. And then I'm going to be meeting with some large-scale manufacturers to see how cheaply it can be made. It has less plastic in it than your average McDonald's toy and it should be priced as such. If I do manage to get this thing made, I want to follow the Tom's strategy, where commercial units sold result in units donated to nonprofits. This is going to take some time, so if you need to get your hands on one sooner, I suggest getting them from the people that are 3D printing them, as I believe they're going to be selling them close to cost. I'll put their profiles in the comments. Again, this is public domain, so you can do whatever you want with the files. How about that? How about that? That guy. He not only comes up with a solution for that guy, he makes sure that it's public domain and you're not going to get charged an arm and a leg for it. And that's beautiful. And I'm happy to see that man's obviously uh, superior intellect be put to good use because that hair, that beanie and those <laughs> earrings, he's a butt hair away from being like the Unibomber. <laughs> You know, I'm like he. If he decided just if he zigged when he was supposed to zag, yeah, that would have been like you know the 9/11 was an inside job guy. I'm going to bring down the government. He's very close to that. <laughs> um, that's a beautiful story. Uh, I think last time we were here, we were discussing how there's just no level of gratitude that you can show to veterans, um, considering all that they sacrifice and all that they give up just to keep us safe. And they don't really ask for anything in return. And oftentimes they don't get, they don't get what they're deserved. We don't keep up our end of the bargain. Um, and we all make little teeny mistakes. You don't even have to be a criminal to occasionally come on the wrong side of the law, whether it's, uh, some of us, some of us more than others, some of us more than speeding, uh, running a red light. Um, you know, it could be a myriad of things that you don't necessarily have to be a criminal to, to make this mistake. And this veteran made a mistake. He ended up in a courtroom and this was the video, uh, that came out of it. Good morning, sir. Good morning, your honor. I, I want to apologize. I've kept you waiting. It just kept jumping people in front of you, so. That's, that's okay, Your Honor. Okay. Are you used to waiting? I mean, you, you look like a pretty guy that's pretty calm. I'm on medication. I'm a 100% disabled war vet, so I'm on medication for anxiety and depression. So I'm if, on medication that keeps me calm. Uh, well, if, if, if I added to your anxiety, I apologize. But that's okay, Your Honor. trying to do our job. One of these charges is that you went through a red light. I don't recall doing that, Your Honor. That's right. I want you to relax, right? Yes, Your Honor. Don't get anxious here, right? There's nothing that's going to happen here that's going to be excitable, okay? Yes, Your Honor. All right. We have a video of the red light. I just want to look at it. Okay, yes, we'll, Your Honor. We'll show it up here. Wow. You were in a hurry. I, I in that vicinity, I must have been uh, um, to the late for the VA. I was heading towards the VA. I had an appointment, and I get anxious when I'm late. It just, I get... I see you getting anxious now. Don't get nervous. I don't. I apologize. No, don't apologize to me. I'm apologizing to you. You're a war vet. What, what, what uh, branch of the service were you in? Army. I was a sergeant, a military police officer for the 119th MP Company. Yeah, and where did you serve? Iraq, back in 03 to 04. Oh, 
and I lost hearing. Um, I, I'm a recovery can, uh, recovering cancer patient, and it's due to the radiation I experienced in Iraq. I've been cancer-free now three years, and I have a pinched nerve in my spine, and I have um, anxiety disorder, P severe PTSD, and manic depressive. Are you getting adequate medical treatment from the vets? I'm on medication for these, and I see a psychiatrist once a month. It must have been one of my appointments to see my psychiatrist. How long were you in this? How long did you serve in Iraq? Thirteen months, Your Honor. Once you get once you get into an accident, once you can't go back. That's when I lost my hearing to um, an IED blew up near my Humvee, and I lost my left side of my hearing. Well, let me tell you how I feel about this. Okay. You have a condition that was brought about by your service to this country. You were nearly killed with a blast. You lost your hearing. You served honorably to defend all of us that are seated here today. And I think the least that we can do is show our gratitude in so many ways. And the least that I can do is say, listen, you went through a red light. You were on your way to get treatment at the vets because of a condition that was brought about by your service to this country. The anxiety was brought about because of war damage that was done to you. I think the least we can do is say, you know what, we're going to give you a pass on this. Thank you, Your Honor. I appreciate it. And I'm going to do that. Thank you, Your Honor. I'm going to dismiss both of these charges. Thank you. With our gratitude and our thanks to you for everything you've done for this country. Thank you. That's How about that? what I'm talking about. I'm glad he got that judge. Seriously. There's a whole YouTube channel of that judge. I believe he's in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, not necessarily cutting people slack, but at least taking the time to talk to them like they're human beings. Yeah. And that yeah, really does make a huge difference. It does. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I thought that was a really sweet story. And then also it, it was a little bit heart wrenching to hear, um, you know, that, that veteran story, probably pretty common. Yeah. You know, unfortunately. And he was there 13 months. Uh, in the last 15 months, there's a man who weighed 441 pounds. Good. Okay. This now, Mike, healthy. you know, working out and how yeah. hard that is. It is. And also, uh, you know, not to sound too precious about it, but there's a big difference between the guy or gal who has like the extra 20 pounds to lose before summer. Right. 400 and something pounds. That's we have serious underlying emotional psychiatric stuff. You he know? does. He couldn't fit in a theater seat. Oh, man. Um, but it was when he had kids that he realized I am getting too winded. I can't play with my own kids. Sure. And he decided to lose weight. And 441 pounds is what Rob Sparks weighed. And now he weighs 216. Whoa! No surgery. No, that was my next question. Nope. Just hard work. Ate really well. By the way, during the last year, I don't, <sighs> I don't know about you guys, but it's been really uh, difficult for me to eat well while I'm stuck at home. Absolutely. Uh, well, look, idle hands are bad for any, they're terrible for any bad habit. Whether it's drinking, whether it's food, whether it's uh, procrastination, when you're busier, it just seems easier. And yeah, so agreed. all of us have had a little bit of a harder time. Yes, but not him in the last 15 months. Let me just tell you a typical day of what he ate before he decided to lose weight. Four pieces of toast before work, no. 
a bacon roll, a Coke, <laughs> some chips mid-morning, half-pound burger and fries on a massive sandwich, and a family-sized bag of potato chips for lunch. Oh. Snack mid-afternoon and chips and chocolate from the vending machine. Then he would start uh, snacking on more chips uh, on his way home. For dinner, he recalls, I'd order takeaway, typically a massive pizza, and later on I'd watch television and eat popcorn. Oh, man. Then he had his children, and he realized, I don't, I'm not in shape to take care of them, and I may not be here for them. Yeah. Now the man decided to run marathons. No This way. dude, now, he ran a marathon in September of this past year. And he's got four marathons lined up for 2021. Good for him, man. How about that? That's uh, that's really beautiful, very inspiring, and it just it goes to show that I we all end up in a position at some point in our life regarding something where we think we're too far gone. Yes, and that redemption isn't realistic for us. It's just not. True. I can't imagine the mindset of somebody who is 441 pounds because that must be what they think. I'm oh, too yeah. far gone. Oh, absolutely. Well, why would I try to lose weight absolutely. at this point? But yeah. he did. And now he's a long distance runner. Good for him, man. That's really, that really guy. inspiring. That is absolutely beautiful. Um, I have one final story for you here. And speaking of being too far gone and feeling like you just can't make a change, Someone uh, uh, on my other podcast, I did a Q&A on Mikey Likes You, and they asked me, what's the best advice you ever received, and what's the worst advice you ever received? And the worst advice I ever received was from someone in my life who said, you know, look, you could read all those Hollywood stories and stuff, but people don't change. There's no such thing as, like, who, are, who, who you are is really who you are. You could pretend, but people don't really change. I'm sorry. I was in a bad place then when I gave you that, <laughs> I gave you that advice. Kevin pulled me aside, and he's like... Um, <laughs> But this story, and, and I'm sure a bunch of others that we're going to get into here on Great News, just goes to show that people can absolutely change in a magnificent way. And this is proof. Check this out. My name is Michael Kent. I'm over here at Fallen Heroes to get a swastika covered up. I've never, never, never been in a, inside of a tattoo shop getting a professional tattoo. It's a lot different than the prison style. One, it's not done with guitar strings. Okay, pause real quick. For those of you who are just getting the audio, this man is covered yes. in tattoos. So he said he's never been in a tattoo shop. That may not sound crazy. If you see him, you go, well, how's that possible? <laughs> so what we need now know is that this man has gotten these, tr this, this tremendous collection of tattoos all in prison. So here you go. Yes, but it's going to be worth it. Tell me your story. Behind that shirt is a lot of ink. I was a part of a skinhead group, a very violent group. My first tattoo, the racial tattoo, was my white pride when I got two swastikas, one on my chest. How long have you had that on your chest? Over 20 years. Talk about that transformation process. This is kind of a good story, but odd story. I got my caseload transferred to a black woman. She just marched up to my house. If it wasn't for her, I probably would have been deep back into it. You feel like she became much more than a probation officer? Yes, she's much more than that. I would look at her as family. I'm Tiffany Whittier. I haven't seen him in over a year. He doesn't know that I'm here. We're going to surprise him. Hello. 
She gave me a chance and it opened my eyes. You two are unlikely friends. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I had a German war flag. She says, you need to take that crap down and start putting up more positive stuff. Put up smiley faces so when you wake up, you see positive instead of hate. That's a big difference. Yeah. That's a big change. Yeah. When you wake up and you see a smiley face, you're going to go to work and you're going to smile. <laughs> Before all this, I wouldn't work for anybody or with anybody that wasn't white. Uh, 13 people that work with me, I'm the only white person there. We have company parties or they have quinceañeras or barbecues or birthday parties. I'm the only white guy there. Last night we were with him yeah. as he got a tattoo taken off. He said, Tiffany was one of the people that helped me make this transition. I'm not here to judge him. That's not my job to judge. My job is to be that positive person in someone's life, try to make a difference. I'm getting choked up again. If you got a strong support system and you have people that believe in you in a positive way, you can change. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can't even see it, Michael. You're touching before and after now. Did you ever think they'd come off and that you'd be oh, a part of that? Not in a million years. I would have ever guessed that Michael changed his life for the better. She gave me the strength and the courage to do what I'm doing and changing my life because I know it. she can do it and she believes in people, good in people. I know I can too. Ka-ba-boom! Kaboom! What an amazing woman who walks in, sees this guy with swastikas tattooed yeah. and still smiles and believes in him and says hey let's do something positive but also an important point she didn't back down she didn't yes. she's yes. like listen take that crap down let's yes. go pull your head out of your ass um and uh i don't you know, think I, she said that <laughs> probably not. but uh you know let's let's i know it sounds crazy but let's give swastika man a little credit too what an amazing guy to be able because as an adult it's real hard to go back on a lot of the things that you've believed to be true it, your whole life. Even if yeah. you get lots of evidence, compelling evidence, it's really hard to, as an adult, suck it up and go, Oh man, I was totally off. So good, good on him. Good on her. I think a beautiful story. Agreed. And that's great news for today. If, uh, if you, uh, like it, subscribe, tell your friends to sub, 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 <laughs> tell your friends to subscribe. <laughs> tell, tell our friends to what? Kevin? Subscribe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And um, also, look, even if you don't like it, just subscribe anyway for our for us, okay? Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, subscribe. Get the notification button. It's available also as an audio podcast wherever podcasts are available. And now it's time for an outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues because Kevin and Mike just gave you all the great news. <clears throat> Bravo. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice.